Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. And just wait for the Avs to be trailing for two periods, then take the money line and get paid. Uh, Avs win over the Seattle Kraken 4-3 in regulation with the comeback. Trailed 3-1 in the second period. Uh, ultimately 3-2 at the end of it and then 4-3 in the end. So, I look... Are the Evs good? Yes. Yeah. Let's yes. not. Uh, I'm worried. I'm worried people are going to start comparing this to the 13-14 Evs, <laughs> who were really, really not very good, but had that weird third period magic. Yeah. This is a team that's that actually outplays opponents. <laughs> like you look at the third period in this game. Like you look at the first half of this game, the Evs played like shit, right? Yes. But they did they did what that they did what that really good team thing that sometimes you can do against bottom feeders where you just turn where it you up. flip yep. a switch where you kind of sleepwalk your way through a game find yourself sitting there going you know what we're only down two to these assholes and we have a lot of game left <laughs> we can do this and that that's exactly what this looked like partway through the third or through the second period it looked like they started to care a little bit more they get a big time break with that second goal. Yep. Where Seattle get kind of into their sort own of acts, yeah. like like a like a bad break own goal there, yeah, and then you know, and then the third period comes and the Avs just yeah. say yeah. that they're better than right. Them. They turned they, they turned up the temperature of the game. The hitting picked up. The Avs leaned into it once again. The Avs took a team that wanted to bully them a little bit while they had the lead, and the Avs pushed back. Emotionally, physically, with the puck, whatever, like in, in all meaningful ways, uh, the temperature of that game turned up, and so did the Avs. The Avs matched that, uh, matched the moment, and then outplayed the Kraken. And then, oh, you want to talk about the difference in goaltenders? You get you get a huge save or two from Frankie down the stretch, and Philip Grubauer watches one go over a show. Not uh, in no we'll way, there. We'll That's get in no shot, way gonna yeah. be uh, to 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 ding Grubauer for tonight because. He has two kicked pucks go by him, and then Kadri uh, with just a, a an all great, world shot. just a great yeah. shot. Yeah, I felt like the Avs definitely like those first two periods. They were playing down. Oh, the oh, yeah. level, 100%. Right? And then they were like, oh yeah, that's right. We're a better team than them. Like, <laughs> right, we've we won. We've won eleven game. home games in a row yeah. for a reason. Like yeah. we, we are, we are a top tier NHL team because we can get away with something like this, yep. and that's. That's what this is. This is the same thing as Chicago. They got away with it. Now it's twice now that they've played poor teams and played down to their level and had 3-2 deficit and in the anyway. third period. Yeah. Twice in a week that they've had 3-2 deficits to bad teams. So you don't love that. <laughs> you obviously love the fact that they got two points out of each of those games. Right. Uh, but you don't you don't love that they're continuing now. I mean, they're down you you you've tra they've trailed in all of their games. Yep. Since since they got back, yeah, they, even the seven one win, they, they, right. they were goal. down one yeah. nothing to Winnipeg yeah. before they were like, "All right, Globetrotter time." <laughs> you don't want to see that as a trend, but it's good for them to see it. You know what I mean? Like to experience that we're down. How do we get back into this game? And they've had a lot of practice yeah. recently on how to do that. So I mean, I think that's that's something that plays well and bodes well for the, the Abs as they go further into the season and when you start getting into the playoffs. Yeah, and contrasting it with last year's team, 
if the Avs were trailing in the third period, the game was over, basically, yeah. right? They, that, I mean, that's they came back once. The that's what the season. result ended up being. Yeah, you know? uh, but they really, they really did not. They didn't accomplish it very much last right, year. Yeah. Like it's what's what was frustrating was that there were a lot of games where they played well and it just didn't work, and they yeah. just didn't get the goal. And then and they're just finding they're finding those plays this year. Yep, they're finding those goals. They're they're. It's not something that I think you can really explain. It's just it's just a you kind of just have it or you don't, right? It's sort of a sort of an it factor that that's not repeatable. That that's not. I guess I'm accidentally. Is, is this clutch? I was gonna say. I guess I'm accidentally <laughs> dancing around the clutch conversation. But it's not. But I mean, on a team wide basis, like you either have it or you don't. It just it's just sort of there, right? Like it just. You look at Vegas in previous years. Yeah. How many times were they down in third yep, periods? Yep. They were just like these came dragging it back. Won't go yep. away. And this Avs team just sort of just won't. Go quietly into the good night against yeah. anybody. Yep. Yeah. They make you earn it for sure. Assuming they're relatively healthy for the game. Yeah. So what was <laughs> their what, what was their what was the last game that they lost? Uh the Nashville game. So the okay, what was the last real game that they I, lost? Was it the Ottawa overtime, I think? Okay. So the their last couple of losses have been that was close to the beginning of December. Compl- yeah. Comically compromised <laughs> Nashville lineup. Ottawa overtime game, which was an insane game. Yeah. Uh, Toronto blowout in Dallas. Yep. And then the Columbus 2. Yep. Yep. The Columbus 2 was the first week of November. Yep. <laughs> what are we on? January 10th? Georgia's going to win the match. Oh, we're going to have a new natty. Wow. That is fun. They're going to t- Oh! They, the pick six to close it. <laughs> you love to see it. Alabama, making I just night hawk mad because Alabama lost. Well, I mean, you know what? When when you're a fan of all the front runners, true, you've got to learn how to lose sometimes. I guess a <laughs> lifelong of being a Blues fan has taught her that. <laughs> all right, let's let's go a little bit chronologically to this game. The Abs actually started out with a lead because yeah. Alex Newhook did fun stuff. That was so dope. Yeah. And then was, I was freaking out yeah. about it. Smart play. And then but it's a great play all the way around because Newhook creates it. LOC makes a good read to hit Knack as the third man in, and Knack finishes with a great shot. So when you're getting plays like that created on your third line, that's stuff that first lines are supposed to do, right? Like Absolutely. But again, like when you have depth and scoring like the Avs do, that's the thing that helps you win games when that top line isn't producing. That's the difference that you see between the Avalanche and the Oilers. True. Because you have two guys. This that, year's Bruins. Huh? This, this year's Bruins. Bruins. Yeah, yeah. Another good example. Like if the top line's not getting it done, the team's not winning. This abs and team like, has depth. It's not exactly revelatory, right? To be like, <laughs> no, it's oh, not. your best your best players didn't produce, therefore you lost the game. But it's <laughs> it's also like there are nights, and it's especially true in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are nights you just have to get a two goal night out of an Abe Kubel. Yeah, you've got to get something out of your bottom six, right? You've got to get anything out of them, and you get a couple of goals from those guys. And you're just like, okay, no, we're halfway home. You got the two. It's a three-goal lead or a three-goal league. You need to get to four to win this one because they got to three in a blink of an eye. Like, okay, they're at three. Now where are you going to get the other ones from? Yep. And uh, look where you got it. 
We we talk about how their their defense, Colorado's defense, is so good offensively that it functions as a second line. Like it's it, it, it's really it's scoring between Taves and McCarr. It's scoring his first line, <laughs> yeah, because they're both over yeah. a point per game. Yep. But really, it functions as a as another high production forward line. Yep. They get one there. Your first line doesn't give you anything. It doesn't even look very good most of that. No. Nathan McKinnon was trying hard, yeah. swimming upstream <laughs> against his line mates who all looked like shit. Yeah. Uh, and then you get, you know, you get. Kadri makes the big play there, and yep. that gets you across the finish line. And you win the game. You need nights like that. I yeah. mean, we watched the last two games. You look at the first – you look at what were the numbers for the first uh, for the first line. They were insane. <laughs> they, had like, they had like seven goals and a yeah. billion points, right? Like, yeah. like they, could have, they could have almost statistically won both of those games by themselves. By themselves. Yeah. Didn't need any help right there. They basically won the Winnipeg game. Yeah. It was basically the top line beat the Jets. And you you get those games too, but then when you get a game where they don't do a whole lot, yeah, and you still find a way, yep. and that's that's the thing you know that's going to separate you for sure. And I think it it definitely stands out, especially against a team like Seattle, where you know realistically you're looking up and down that lineup, and you should be thinking your biggest advantage is your top line, right? The high-end talent is what Seattle lacks. But Avs didn't get it from the high end. They just outplayed them with really their their middle six, I would say, was the difference in this hockey game. Uh, but, yeah, going. I'd be curious. Uh, I'll check them here in a minute mm-hmm. uh, when we transition into the second period. But I, I do feel like McKinnon drove a lot of play. But they also spent a lot of time defending so, again. Yeah. So I'm curious where those, those numbers yeah. ended up. But man, I tell you, that was a bad night for Miko. It, you could, it, first of all, yes, Miko played awful tonight. Not going to try to go anywhere else around that one. But you could see with McKinnon, I think he either recognized it or just decided to. A lot of people been tweeting for weeks and months that they're tired of seeing Nathan McKinnon pull up. When Nathan McKinnon doesn't pull up, this is what it looks like. A lot of plays tonight, he tried to go through a bunch of defenders. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. And you kind of just have to live with the results of that if that's what you're asking for. Maybe McKinnon deserved better. Maybe he deserved a goal tonight. But ultimately, this is this is a textbook game. If you want to see what McKinnon not pulling up looks like, this game was it. Um, all right. Just a real quick about the comment that was just on the screen. The Avs power play is seventh in the league. Yeah, and it's coming off a game where it had like it was it had four lethal, attempts and I think yeah. I think fifteen shots on goal where it was unbelievably dangerous. Um, I understand that no fan base has ever liked uh, their own team's power play before, <laughs> but a power play is not. A, it even got better tonight. Yep. Um, it started off totally the brutally bad. The first one bad. was a disaster, <laughs> and then and then by the end of it, that last one was good. Um, Kadri just. Their best scoring chance. Kadri dusted the the puck off and waited for Grubauer to get over, and Grubauer still made a great save on that play. That's where Miko needs to be on that because he's yeah. Well, we we were all like we were watching it like oh that's Kadri okay that makes sense why that happened, Uh, but the the PK is definitely problematic. Well, no like no doubt about that. The the and the power play. There's a few tweaks that they could do to just like 
fix it. That bumper play that they try to do, we were talking about it. <laughs> yeah. When a guy's standing next to you and you pass it to him, well, as they're about bumper. as far apart as we are right yeah. now. Yeah. And it's like the goalie doesn't, all he has to do is go. He just moves. And the fact slightly. that nobody on the, nobody, nobody watching this knows what I just did is the point. That's, that's the idea. He doesn't have yeah. to move to, to, to react to that pass. Yeah. He's in the same exact position. He doesn't have to read anything. Yep. They need more separation there. Right. So. And even a little bit more depth from the outside player going down lower to the bottom yeah. of the circles to just pull people away. Because even from a defensive standpoint, like you're the, the people defending the play are on top of the guys. They're putting sticks in lanes. Like they're, it's hard to get a shot off. Yeah. How how do we feel about the PK genuinely tonight? Because yeah, well, it was significantly different. They went back to a what, much more bland one full style. attempt, one full attempt, and then one that got cut short. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, they basically so they they Bednar said before the game major structural changes were coming. Yeah, and there were. Yeah. You look at how the PK played tonight, and the PK tonight was as basic as a PK will ever be. It was a completely passive box. No, there was there was no real reading of anything. There was no. It was just you take this area. It's it was like a watching a zone defense yep. in basketball. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you take this spot. You take this spot. You take this spot. You take, and really they got through the first one mostly fine. It wasn't really. It yep. wasn't. It wasn't great. They weren't. They they didn't control the puck and but clear you it. Giving up breakaways on your penalty. Well, and, and there was no Royal Road. There yeah. was none of that. And like. We were talking about it when that when that power play goal got scored. We were all kind of looking at it like, I think they just made a nice play there. Like they, I I don't like you don't want you in any time you have a guy standing completely alone in front of your net. It's there not was a, great, but there was a breakdown somewhere. Yeah. But you're also looking at it and you're kind of like, all right, well this guy's kind of take. He's sort of matched up. They were all sort of matched in places. And it just looks like they took the number advantage, and the 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 advantage came out to guy alone in front, which is bad. But they also made a nice play there. Sometimes the solution to that problem is don't take a penalty, right? Like, yeah, I didn't. I really didn't have like. I just didn't think that it was like, oh my god, this is so brutally bad. I thought the second PK attempt that ended early with like thirty-ish seconds to go. I thought it was worse because they had chances to clear zones and didn't. Yep. The big problem continues. My biggest problem with it continues to be they give free entries where where their own yeah. power play struggles the most is, is getting set up to begin with. Yeah. Uh, and then they don't they don't do the same thing to other teams. They're so passive at the blue line. They don't they don't run into guys. They don't try and funnel puck carriers into traffic. They just sort of let teams do what they want. And then they all just kind of just back off the blue line and go, okay, well, now you're set up. What can we do? And I just, I think that that needs to be the number one thing that they need to, that I want to see changes too. I'm, I'm glad that they're going to change the structure. I imagine it's not going to be the most basic of systems by the time they get done with it. But I do think that it's not the worst idea for them to just burn it all down. Start fresh. Start fresh with something that they're all familiar with yeah. so that they can kind of work their way through it. They're really... the One thing we haven't talked about much because it hasn't been a factor. They're still winning games. They've had health issues. They are practicing very, very little. Yep. So they are not running, uh, you know, with a with a change. They're not like drilling they're everything doing. over and over. Like yeah. with the change that they're doing to PK, that's something that's going to require practice time. I imagine most of their practice time will be dedicated to special teams, 
Uh, morning skate tomorrow. If they do one, I don't think that they will. Just a just guessing I here. Not, yeah. I don't think that they will practice on Wednesday after the back to back and then travel. And then Thursday. And then will Thursday be the will be the one day, day where yeah. they spend all fifty minutes. Really, you know, they'll do the ten minutes of getting the blood flowing and warming and up, the and systems. then it's yeah. yeah. I think so. I think Thursday. And then Friday morning skate, you'll see lots of special teams work as they actually try to ramp up some wrinkles to a PK. Yep. Because there's no way they're just going to play that level of basic. Because we were all curious what it looked like. <laughs> and it was a burn it down, do the most basic thing possible. Yep. But that's what you do, right? And then you just start adding elements. You can start yeah. adding up high yeah. where you have guys switching. Yep. Things that you know. You that just start nature. adding yeah. some wrinkles yeah. here. You start adding things for guys to read. Some different and, looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, yeah, and yeah. make it so that guys actually have an opportunity to make a play right. instead of just standing there and going, "Well, if a puck hits, you go do something." Because <laughs> that's kind of what that system was tonight. Yeah. So, I, I, the result is obviously frustrating, but if it wasn't for that result, I think we would probably be saying. At least they're trying to do it's something okay. about it, well, right? And this was our big deal. thing. Is like You can't continue to run a system that not only is not working, but is producing res- the kind of Actively results... hurting you like, every yeah. night. The, the yeah. kind of results that could undo a playoff yeah. run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Chat, a very generous member of DNVR, has given away a $50 gift card. So we're giving, away, giving it away on the show. Can you get into the chat and type the word comeback for me? Enter it in there, and we'll pick one of you very soon to be a winner. So get in there, type comeback, go on it, and be sure to check out Green Mountain Dental Group because we are brought to you by them just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. You can get over there, get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, get a free Sonicare toothbrush, more stuff that we're giving away. So good stuff left and right right here on dnvr uh, they'll take care of you they do a great job over there everyone in switch says that they do a super good job cleaning teeth taking care of teeth that whole nine yards and then when you've had some dental work and you need to get high and not feel your teeth <laughs> light shade is the place to go to get your needs right now you can get an ounce and get a quad free 25 percent off whatever you buy at lightshade with code dnvr so be sure to jump over there uh use the code get yourself a bunch of money off on that stuff also check out a bunch of different products there escape artists cbd oils and balms and ointments what's what's the one the topical ointment is that the correct one that is correct you would know better than i would yes. i don't know uh so they have a bunch of different types ranging from like the light stuff one to one all the way up to 20 to one no kidding. AJ's losing his mind over here okay uh, anyway hit up lightshade get your THC and CBD needs get the 25% off with code DNVR alright Yahir spin the wheel who's gonna win a $50 gift card to the DNVR Manny Pelliser I don't know if I said your last name correctly, but you have won yourself a $50 gift card to the DNVR Locker. Congratulations. You can hit me up either on Discord or uh, DM me on Twitter, and I will get you all hooked up with your gift card. You'll be all good. Congratulations. Go ahead, AJ. Who played more in even strength tonight? Darren Helm or Curtis McDermott? Oh, God. Honestly, are, there's are, only one reason I would be asking Are this either question. of them over five minutes? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Curtis McDermott, 325 uh, at even strength. Darren Helm, 249. Jeez. Wow. So it's not just yeah. us sitting Sounds here like going, Darren Helm might be a problem. Bednar yeah. might be done with that uh, with that whole adventure. I yeah. want to check NHL.com and make sure that this is not just... Just hasn't updated or a something. A natural stature yeah. thing. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, nope. He played... Darren Helm played 335. 335 total. So he didn't even play a full minute of yeah. PK time either then. Jost played 927. So the fact that Jost played... That much more, more than, than what them. the other two combined. combined. <laughs> uh, not that not that nine twenty seven is abundance so, of ice time. The Abs essentially ran ten forwards tonight. Is what yeah, you're telling yeah. me? It's pretty much, man. That's and and look, it, this is not a situation where they don't have help, right? And they're Maltz they have to do this. You've count. got you've got two guys that you just named specifically those two guys who won. You should really be trying to figure out what the hell you have. Yep. And two, can absolutely fail at the same level that those guys already are. Yep. But three, Maybe could they be better? Minutes? Well, and they <laughs> could, could they be, be better. better? Yeah. If you want to get crazy with it, you could try Sakura. You could try Bowers. They got Bowers options. has played really, really, really well since he came back from injury. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. makes you, I mean, you want to, at some point, like, Curtis McDermott playing three and a half minutes every single night, or do you want to give Shane Bowers nine minutes and see if you've never given him a look? You're still only at the 32 game mark. You've got time. This is not like you're in the last 20 games and you're like, oh, we're tightening the screws for our playoff run. This isn't the time, AJ. Dude, this is exactly the I don't, time. I don't care if you're tightening the screws for a playoff run. You can play Shane Bowers for three minutes <laughs> in, a, in the middle of an important game. Like, you can play any AHLer that amount of time, and it won't look any different than it did with Darren Helm. Like, well, and and this is, I, I'm just not, I think they were, I think they made it clear that they were done with Megna. Yeah. Uh, because they, they had no reason to send him down when they did. They were, they sent him down because they were like, this is done. This yep. We've gotten nowhere. Yeah. We've tried. Well, and certainly would you see the aggression, at very least with them calling Maltsev up to the taxi squad for road trips over yeah. Magna. Uh, well, they're also calling up like Cal Burke. And, yeah, a bunch of random dudes. Yeah, but. like they've had their rotation of taxi. And we haven't we haven't talked about the taxi squad basically at it, all. I, they are only really been, using it for road trips anyway. It has so. been a total no-impact situation so far. Yep, fingers Which crossed. was funny because we were advocating so hard for one. And the and then, well, haven't had to use it we, since. We yeah. advocated it for the exact situation that played out in Nashville. Yep. And then since they got back, it's been like, it's been well, this hasn't been a problem. issue. But yeah. yeah. Give it give it a little while. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean. Ask again tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> but They already have one guy in COVID protocol. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. And it's the captain who yeah. isn't just like. One guy, he's talking with everybody on that team. Yeah, it's true. So I want to I want to circle it back into the game because, AJ, I think you brought up a good point when we were watching it because the first and second period were pretty different. In the first period, the big issue the Avs were running into was they were trying to make the extra pass. They are trying to do the fancy dangle three guys, yeah. doing it a little bit too much a lot of the time. Yeah, and it's it's funny because when it doesn't work, it's easy to be like, God, why are they doing this? And then you go back and you look at the last week and you look at the Winnipeg game 
And you're like, look at all the fancy yeah. shit that led to highlight real this goals. This is what it looks like when it works. Right. Like you're, And you're just like, oh, my God, these guys are so good. Oh, my God. And we're talking about how dope they are and how sick this was and how sick that was. And then when it doesn't work, you know, you need to move off of it. And they did. Like, to their credit, it wasn't like they just kept running into the wall. Now, it took a while, but it tends to take a while. Well, so here's, here's why... I don't have as much of a problem with the first period. And yes, you don't love the cute stuff when it's not working. But you look at that and you compare it to the second period where, as you said, AJ, while we were watching it, you're like, the ass can't even make a basic pass yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, we watched Nathan McKinnon ice a puck on, on a power play where it looked like it was a miscommunication where Kadri just stops, right? Yep. Yeah. We watched Kale McCarr miss All night multiple. couldn't make a pass. Yeah. Multiple basic passes. This wasn't like four checkers around him. This wasn't like a thing that Seattle was causing. Our frustrations were they are just missing open opportunities here. They're just boofing pucks here. Miko soft backhands all over the ice tonight. Miko soft all over the <laughs> night. Uh, all over the ice, man. He uh, had a great back check that. He probably saved. Yeah, that was yeah, his that one was, real decent play yeah. of the night. Well, and that's that's the stuff that for me it drives me crazy because I'm yeah. like, it's it's in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> you you gave a full shit for one part of a shift, and look what happened. You made a difference. Yep. Where is it all game long? But I said I wasn't going to go hard on him because he had a four assist night, and I would take a few <laughs> days off. So I'm moving away. <laughs> but the. You do see, like they were just—they were just trying to be a little too cute with it. They were. Yeah. It, it, it was. It's like watching a a, a show on Netflix. I like any any service, not like the service matters. It's like watching a <laughs> streaming movie and the audio is half a second off. You're just like this desync is really yep. annoying. Yep. It's honestly fine. It's not killing you, but it's really annoying. <laughs> and so great, they got into that's a great way of putting They it. got into yeah. the second intermission, yeah. pushed F5 and they were fine. Every time it's on a scene where there's no mouths, it's fine. And then it cuts back to someone's mouth and you're like, this is awful. Yeah. I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, the other person I wanted to talk about specifically is Nazem Kadri and how razor thin the margins are between having a terrible night and being the hero. Yeah. Because he really was not playing well for the he first two and a half periods 12, of this hockey 12 game. minutes to play, 10 minutes to play in the third period, and we're all sitting here like, God, Kadri's been shit. Yeah. He did both tonight. Four minutes to play, <laughs> f four minutes to play I in the third period, and you're like, yeah. guy's the hero. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 well, and there's there's a couple sides to this. Uh, first of all, Kadri played to himself tonight. I don't think he was particularly trying to do anything he doesn't normally do. It's just that it wasn't working for two periods. Like, yeah. it's Kadri. When he has the puck, he's going to try to walk a dude and, and get shots off. And it just wasn't working. But the other side of that, and shout out to the Altitude crew showing this at the end of the game. He had a read on Philip Grubauer tonight. Yeah. They showed four consecutive clips of him trying the same thing with the last one being the goal that he scored. Yeah. So he, he knew something he wanted to do on Grubauer and obviously threw the all-world shot in at the end. So <laughs> take it where you can get it on that one. I like Sam Gerrard tonight. Yeah, I, you could tell he was feeling it a little bit tonight. The spins were back. Yeah. He, was, he was doing his thing. He overskated one puck. Yep. 
But otherwise, I really, really liked his puck on moving the in the offensive zone. I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, he was silent. There wasn't anything that really stood out, but he did his job, right? Yeah. He did have a few spin moves where you're like, oh, that's... Yeah. You like hey, to see that from him. He's what feeling up, G? it, but... Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, on a on a night where the list of things that players messed Absolutely. up... One, yeah. one overskate in the puck is pretty low <laughs> on the list when you have guys just totally biffing it all over the place. So, <laughs> I was right about the top line, by the way, getting good fancy stats. Yeah, they always do. Uh, Ranton and McKinnon, because they obviously... Right, they they, half Berkey, half New. They moved some guys yeah. around there. Uh, but yeah, they... Uh, McKinnon and Rantanen did okay. Yeah, figures uh, did their thing. Makar, uh, was, yeah, Makar and Taves also. You want to talk about a defenseman that wasn't playing well tonight? Bo Byram. Yeah, he, he had an off night tonight. Yeah, I mean, the, so he's had a couple quiet games since they came back from the break. Obviously, he had that two point night against the Jets, yep. and both points came when the game was super over. Yeah. So. Like they all count, right? And they, those were dope. They like he, I thought he played really well in that game, but yeah. didn't kind of thing. Um, but it it, it was really uh, it's been it's been offensively he has not played with the same kind of confidence. Yeah. Um, and the execution just looks like it's lacking here's quite a bit. I mean, he, the there were some decisions yeah, too. Like well, so here's why I actually end of the second period don't, shot. I yeah. don't mind this because if this is Byram's floor, you're fine. Sure, yeah. He still made some quality defensive plays on the yep. night, but the puck movement has to be better. It, it He well, was the, just making bad decisions. Yeah, when puck, you see the like, flashes that he's had and the yeah. games that he's played where he's engaged, he's making yeah. the right reads, he's doing all the things right, you're like, you you want that consistency out of him now, right? Yeah. Like every game, you don't want to see these like no, this is very much the, the reverting back, yeah, all over yeah. again. Yeah, where you're like you see the really high end flashes, and you're just like, God, I can't wait till we get to when that's maybe not every night, but but regularly consistent. Yeah, two of every four nights, yeah. you know, and then the the other two nights are not really low level, like McCarr tonight. Probably his worst game in a while. Right, like yeah. probably about as low a level as we really see from a healthy Kale McCarr, and finishes with a point. Yep, ends up make, helping make a difference in the game. Yep, and is all like is lay all, some licks on some guys too all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Like he, we I I didn't like his passing was way off tonight. Didn't look good, but he was aggressive in shooting. He was jumping into play like he normally like it just wasn't going for him. In the same way that when it looks like the world is easy for him, yeah, you know, it, it all just sort of breaks his way. But you get to see his floor is now so high yeah. that he has a game like that where you're like, I don't think he played that great, but he hits the post, assists on the game tying goal, and plays plays very solid, respectable defense as they close out the game. And bring to br- was was bringing the physical element at times. Like he, there was at least one big hit tonight from him. Yep, and he's been doing that more. I think he's starting like he's probably feeling a little bit better. <laughs> Just like the injuries are starting to heal up. Time is kind of taken it over. Was, right, it was three or four games ago, right, where yeah. he rolled in and it was like, it's time to test the shoulder. <laughs> I'm gonna hit some people tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that yeah, part of his game, like a lot is, of people don't talk about it, but like. You've seen it, and it's not just been at the NHL level. It's all at 
oh, yeah. all oh, levels oh. that he's played, he's yeah. a physical player. I mean, his draft night, one of the funniest parts of his draft night was uh, Dmitry Filipovich tweeting out that the biggest loser of draft night in, on the first round of 2017 <laughs> was the poor kid who they kept showing on replays of Makar's <laughs> AJHL yeah, highlights yeah, yeah. of him because Makar killed that poor drops kid. this kid. Yeah, yeah, like behind the net, yeah. just yeah. smokes this kid. <laughs> and he's like, the biggest loser of the night is that guy. <laughs> who everybody, like, not watching the AJHL, and then he gets put on Never national TV. Never known about it. <laughs> on, like, the same highlight reel that they show, like, 14 times throughout the first round that night. And that's an aspect of his game that has always been there. It's it's one reason why when you see people be like, DF's defense is too small because they've got guys under six foot. <laughs> and it's like Kale McCarr is 5'11 and occasionally drops a C4 charge in the <laughs> yeah. middle of a guy's chest. <laughs> and you're worried about how soft they are. It's like your problem is Sam Gerrard, okay? Not reality. It's Sam Gerrard. <laughs> Especially when you look at the rest of the defense. Like yeah. Byram. Byram soft and small? What? <laughs> like Devon Taves? Yeah. What? Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson? Okay. <laughs> like it's just not it's not reality anymore. Yeah. So it's and and his it, what I like with Makar is that he's figuring out that in a game where he isn't necessarily dominating with the puck, he's finding, hey, I can I can still blow a fool up. Yeah. And I can still just find, I could find still, different ways. To I could still the game. be effective yeah. Yeah. by doing this and having this part of my game maybe be a little bit bigger of a role than it would be on a night where I've got four points. Sure. So, and that's where that's where he's figuring out his all around game. He's got the ability to impact it a lot more defensively than I think maybe he was comfortable with. Certainly, his rookie year, he's a yeah. much more polished defender now. Yes. All right. Uh, I do want to talk about the third period in depth as well, but before we get there, we are brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee. You can have it for your mornings. They got your K-cups, your actual coffee beans, however you like it. Works as essentially like your painkiller and your coffee in one. So jump on it, get 25% off. Use code DNVR25 for your first purchase of them. You can also get it cold brew down at the bar if you want to come down and try it. Highly recommend you check them out here at the bar. Where you can also get eight different kinds of Breckenridge Brewery on tap, the official beer of DNVR. You can also get it at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it near you. Choose your favorite. They have a ridiculous number of flavors and, and types of beer. So find one, get it. You can get their good company hard seltzers too. Drink, enjoy the time. It's all, it's all good stuff. Uh, you know, come down to the bar. Come hang out, even if you're not a Breck Brew drinker. It's always a good time for an Avs game down here place has been uh vibing pretty good for the comebacks you know you know but in in true hockey fan fashion it's it's major clinch time for the majority of the game but then you get to pop <laughs> off at the end when the abs figure it out so. didn't really feel much of the clinch in this one i really i yeah, came you just in, thought that they were gonna lose exactly i came in <laughs> i came in with the idea that this was a trap game and then when it got to 3-1 and especially the way that it did with colorado not playing well and also being a little unlucky um I, I ah, unlucky like those are the first and third goals are really good deflections and the second goal is Frankie just that's just a terrible it. goal yeah so maybe unlucky isn't the right word just 
Uh, Maybe Seattle Seattle getting the bounce is what I'm not calling. Luck, luck is like a frame of reference. Yeah. So like one, like it doesn't exist in neutral ground, right? If you're lucky, that means your opposition is unlucky. But I thought that I thought that Seattle was getting bounces that they earned with good play. I would yeah. agree. And then the their second goal was just yeah. a free one that a bad team needs to get across the finish line. They just couldn't get across the finish line because they're bad. And exactly, like they're bad. And Phil, like, and Philip Grubauer, like, I felt bad for him in this one because he's making big saves yeah. in the third period, flashing the pads and getting across and doing what he can. He gives up four goals, and it's just like this is like the guy's having like a cursed year. Yep. There's been plenty of Grubauer not I- playing well this year. I didn't think that Grubauer was bad like, tonight what, at all. Which he, goal do you put on him? Like, like the the first goal, I honestly don't even remember the, right the now. The knack snipe. Oh yeah, the that's a great, in, great in play. transition. That's uh, yeah. a great and that's a great finish. Uh, and he's got traffic in front of him. He's got yep. bodies on front of him, in front of him while he's trying to get across. So he can't because of where the bodies were. He's a little deeper in his net than he may otherwise have liked to have been. Because if he's a little further out and more aggressive in the crease. He may cut down that angle a little better and maybe has a better shot to get Less to it. Less to shoot at, yeah. But because of the traffic, he's a little yeah. deep in his net, has a hard time picking it up, gets beat. Okay, just got beat there. Second, the second goal was kicked, kicked in by his, by his own teammate. <laughs> Nothing a, you can do. A save that he makes. Yeah. And he kicks it out, and his teammate kicks it back in. <laughs> And then the third goal, maybe you're asking for a little bit better rebound control yeah, on may, the third like, one. But, maybe. But even that, he makes the initial save. Right. Like, Devon Tays has no one within 20 and feet of him. <laughs> has, like, to, has to deflect it in with his foot. Which, yeah. by the way, not a kick in any way. <laughs> it's not a kick. You're The way that the rule is written, you're allowed to deflect them in off your feet. You just yep. can't kick them. Yep. With Devon Taves is a clear deflection, not a kick. To me, that was the easiest distinction in the world. So and that's why the I mean the replay on it was so fast. Yeah, I mean I didn't it, even know that they just, were looking at it because we were arguing yeah. about it, and then we looked up and they were like, "It's a good goal," and I was like, "Yeah, obviously." <laughs> so you're talking that like what what do you want from Grubauer? The, it takes a kicked puck to get through him. You know, he makes several big saves. You and just then said it wasn't a kick puck. Just <laughs> gets okay. Uh, goes the fourth goal. The fourth goal is just Kadri with a great shot. Yeah. Like, what do you want from Groupie here tonight? A great shot that he's been trying all night. And yeah, finally, right. He finally got one. Right. <laughs> so I'm just it, it, for me, like I just I, I genuinely just kind of felt bad for yeah. Groupie on this one. He was atrocious in their first game and deserved yeah. the pull that he got. Those were just free. Yeah. Tonight, tonight, he, I thought he played a lot better. I don't feel so. bad for him. He went and got his bag. He knew what he was in for. You know, this is, this is one thing that drives me crazy about humanity. A guy gets paid and suddenly he's not allowed to have sim. You're not allowed to feel bad That's for him right. anymore. That's right. Well, well, he's rich now. <laughs> Look, you don't so. have to have any sympathy for me if I ever get rich, chat. I'll tell you that right Sometimes, here, right Sometimes we have conversations <laughs> with each other and don't read the chat the entire time. So if you feel like we're avoiding the Evander Kane conversation, we're, it's... We're going to talk about it on Wednesday. Because Chill, okay? we have a Wednesday show to do this week, and that will still be a conversation. Chill. Chill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Avs get the two big goals. They come back and win for the fourth time, technically, in this calendar year. Uh, <laughs> they're undefeated in 2022 still. It's now five straight. 
It's 12 straight at home. It was a dumb thing to say when they were two games (laughs) in, and now five games in, it's like, this is pretty cool. (laughs) Really tough task tomorrow, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tomorrow is about as scheduled a loss as it gets, because if I'm correct, Nashville did not play tonight. They're just sitting at home, watching the Avs have to grind out a win against the Kraken. Not the easiest game. Uh, that for the the Avs did not make it the easiest game for themselves. Ended up having to expend quite a bit of energy to beat a bad team, and now they have to go in tomorrow. And this is why you have Kemper. This is why Frankie starts tonight. Yep. Kemper gets tomorrow because you're saying, hey, we're well, going to need to lean on that. Yeah. Kemper's going to have to ball out. Ah. I don't know. I just think Frankie Avs, was dope tonight. For Saves sure. a second goal. The Avs can't stop, won't stop. They're going to Avs for life and just win tomorrow. Just win. Yeah. I mean, look, if they do. Then they have Arizona twice this week. They Arizona, get two days off. P.S. Arizona has COVID problems right lose. now. They're going to lose so one of those games. If those <laughs> games <laughs> happen, if those games go on as scheduled and Arizona's COVID problems continue, yeah. who do they ice? They're already mm. icing an AHL yeah. team. Is uh, there's some local players is, on there? There's, is the NHL <laughs> going to pull an NFL and just make a team that has no relevance to the playoffs play games that they're just screwed in? I don't know. I guess we'll a team that. Does have playoff? Yeah, votes. right. True. We'll see. We'll see. P.S. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for those games. We're, might be well. I will be doing a watch along no matter what. Well, we will be. Yeah. But we're hoping to, we're hoping to do some pretty cool stuff for that watch along. With oh, uh, are we not allowed to talk? About I it, I or? just don't know how official it is yet. Oh, okay. All right, hopefully, we'll see, hopefully you'll see uh, you'll see a little bit of crossover content going on yeah, for the yeah. watch along. So excited for that this week. Uh, other than that, I guess we have a bunch of super chats. Yeah, let's hit them. Uh, uh, Tommy, five bucks. Thank you very much. Please say we aren't in on a Vander Kane. Yep, Wednesday. Thank you for the money. <laughs> See you on Wednesday, Tommy. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> with 14 Canadian. Thank you very much. These teams is called the attack kids, like the heart attack kids, the, the cardiac kids. That was their old nickname. Uh too bad that Mac didn't extend his point streak. It would be nice if they could play a full 60 minutes. I'm sure glad we beat Groovy. Nas is the man. Though it would be nice if that we could play a full 60 minutes is a weird criticism because the only you you hear it every night somebody says that shit. And the only time you don't hear it is when they blow somebody out. And you're just like, okay, well, even the Jets game, they didn't play a full 60 minutes. They were down one nothing in that game. Like they didn't particularly play great in the first period of it. Yeah. And then they blew them out. I mean, we talked a little bit about this, too, on, on the pregame show, right? It's like getting up for this game. So, yeah, yeah like but not also, playing a full 60 minutes is also you. It's, it's really hard to get that energy every night when you have a schedule like this, knowing that you have a back to back that yeah. you're playing in. Right. Like, and you have two big back. Like the Toronto game is a huge like the yeah. big comeback, whatever. It ended up being a pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, and then and then you have the Nashville game, which is the team right now leading the division. So right now they're the team in your crosshairs. Yeah. Like everybody gets called like Colorado gets everybody's best shot, right? But that's the team in Colorado's crosshairs is the one that they're chasing actively. Yeah. Now they've got a billion games in hand on them. Uh, and so it's you're like, chances are they'll probably pass them with relative ease. Yeah. Given them making up the scheduled uh, the scheduled games. But the the full sixty minutes is just a, it's, it's one of those like fan criticisms that drives me crazy, because there are two NHL teams out there, and it seems like it, they don't all oh, they don't play a full sixty. 
is is applied in a game in which the other team also has a has part not of the game played a full six where they play <laughs> they play well but yeah the other team also never plays a full 60 because the abs also did good things there like it's just a it's just one of those like weird things that's just pet and, peeve of mine and <laughs> technically every team in every game that has been completed yeah, has played a, a full 60 minutes yeah <laughs> so all right next I did. I did like that they beat Grubauer though. Like, yes, I, yeah. yes. You always have like that revenge of the you know that X guy wants player type that guy. Thing, that yeah. guy feels snubbed. He didn't get the bag from that team. He almost won the Vesna. He, you know, performed well for them up until the very, very, very end. He had been pretty good for the Avs in the postseason. Yeah. Uh, and then they didn't want to pay him, and he was just kind of you know you, jilted. Players are are highly motivated. Yeah. And for them to go two and zero on him is kind of like feels pretty good. Man. Deuces, dog. <laughs> Jonas Donsko did not score a goal tonight either. Yep. So oh, I thought I actually thought he played pretty well. I thought, I, I, I thought he was all over the place, and I was like, I'm just sitting there like, please switch <laughs> switch teams. <laughs> Maybe put an Avs jersey just back on when nobody's seriously, looking because it looks like I'm. <laughs> We have a whole trade deadline yep. thing that we, we can in do. A, where I can, in a few months, where I can you can do this for, for Jonas Donskoy. Uh, Tommy with five more. Thank you very much. We passed up too many one-time and omen shots to make one too many passes. Got to lighten it up and just shoot sometimes. Certainly in the first period, the Avs just decided that shooting was overrated. Uh, sometimes it's too cute. Sometimes you yeah. got to make yeah, the simple the play. Like, while true there. early, they finished with 35 shots on yeah, goal. They put it together. Yeah. So but, let's... Let's not pretend like this was a thing that continued. They they definitely simplified and amped it up as the game went on. Yep. All right. Five more from Tommy, giving us all the money. Extremely generous. Uh, AJ, what division does our trade deadline play in? I'm assuming trade deadline acquisition. acquisition. Yeah. Um, I don't. One in the NHL, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you talk about that well. Luke Shen plays for Vancouver, so oh yeah. If you missed it, if you missed it, I've still got people DMing me about <laughs> yeah. it, and I'm like, we've opened. I tweeted about it, and we talked about <laughs> it on the show. If you don't know who it is by now, that's on you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, more from Carrie. Thank you. Seven more Canadian fun money. Uh, Gruby sure picked the wrong team, but I knew he wanted to change the money. Uh, but today, NHL isn't all about money. It's about winning games and winning. I mean, the NHL has always been about winning, really. I mean, it's <laughs> well, also so... always been about money, too. Sure. But there's also a little bit of legacy there, going to a brand new team that is just starting out. Obviously, you don't want the start that they've had this well, year. Look at what it did for Flurry. Yeah. Because Flurry was on the outs in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He revitalized his career there and became a Hall of Famer there. Yeah. Because when he left Pittsburgh, there was not this talk that he was some slam dunk Hall of Fame goaltender. It was he got replaced by Matt Murray. Yeah. Like there do we do we remember why Marc Andre Fleury got exposed in that expansion draft? Like why like why that was the case? Because Ben Murray taking his job. Yep. So there's a big time legacy <laughs> play at play there. And it's just going the complete opposite direction for Philip Grubauer. Yeah. Where they went out, he was their big acquisition free agent yep. acquisition that they went and got. Uh overshadowed Jaden Schwartz. He was the big like went and signed him from the president's trophy winners and uh, you know, yep. oh he Vesna finalist and we built this great defense. He'll be right at home behind a great defense that he's been behind his entire career between Washington and Colorado. Oh, this is going to be great. 
Worst goaltender in the NHL. It, it's funny how those things spiral out, too, because Matt Murray didn't work out too great either. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Matt <laughs> the only reason Grubauer's been the worst goaltender in the NHL is because Matt Ottawa Murray got sent, sent Matt down. Murray to the AHL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. $5 from Jake. Thank you very much. Got to love the effort tonight. Great to see Frankie look comfortable between the posts. Love y'all. Yeah, certainly the third period especially, you felt like, all right, this is a good hockey team. It's It's good. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yep. yeah. You gotta. You like how it. You, you like how it ended, right? Yep. Like you, I mean, regardless of you of get you the get the actual two, comeback. You get the two points, and you feel like okay, but that's your backup goaltender in there. Yeah, you, you yeah. got the two points. I mean, I know it's Seattle and everyone. The difference between a bad team and a good team is it's pretty small in the NHL. Like they yeah. still win games. Yep. And they went against big names, too. It's yeah, I mean, look at Vancouver. Vancouver was left for dead, and they just went on, like, an eight-game winning yeah. streak or something crazy, yeah. you know? Like, new coach, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get the bump, baby! And really, like, I know, obviously, this wouldn't happen, but Seattle should fire Dave Haxtell. Yeah. He's I, horrible. I don't disagree with that. He's, I mean, there's, it's not even a revelation. He was horrible in Philly. Yeah. They're off to a horrible start here. He doesn't know how to utilize any of his players. Uh, he doesn't have any trust in them whatsoever. He's basically just like, oh, well, what can I do? I mean, he sucks. He's Tony Granato. Like, he needs to go back to college where yeah. he found success because he can't coach in the NHL. He's a bad NHL head coach. And one last super chat from Joey here, $5 with the woohoo. Well said. <laughs> well said. Uh, three of Abe Kubel's four goals this season are against Grubauer. <laughs> there you go. It's true for a lot of guys. And that's yep. our that's our king of the game, too. It is Nicholas indeed. Abe Kubel. I mean, the two-goal man. Talking, talking all about it tonight. We haven't even talked about the guy. Scored two goals tonight. First multi-goal <laughs> game of his career. Uh, I believe he now has 11 points in 20 games for the Avs. I think that's correct. I don't. He had a couple assists before he came here, so it's a little muddled. But all four of his goals... Yeah, come in Colorado. He's been value. He's been really, he's been really effective. Yeah. Like, there the the penalty he got called for, which was like we talked before the game. Yeah. There's no mixed bags games for him. He's either all good or all bad. The penalty he got called for was total horseshit. Uh, almost all of the penalties in this game were like made barely up. penalties. <laughs> made best. up, man. Yeah. I tic tacky shit is what we call there it. There you go. Made up, it was made up garbage on, yeah. on Abe Kubel right there. Yeah. Like that's the kind of one where you're just like, thank God that didn't that's the call that that could have changed, changed the, the game. course of the game. Yeah. Like, come on. Would have been brutal for sure. Yeah. So it was great to see him get a couple of goals and we talked like when your first line is not at the level that you're accustomed to. You need to get it from somewhere, and Abe Kubel twice. You know, the second one obviously has a good break. You get good breaks when you drive the net and get a yeah, shot on right. goal, right? And, right? and gets the rebound, and you know, gets his gets a stick on it, and does what he can. And then, hey, he's got lucky there. Great. But if you're not driving the net, if you're not in that position, if you're not shooting that rebound, if you're trying to get cute with it, if you're not doing all the things that he did, he doesn't get lucky there. Yep. It's a great example of how to create it. Yeah. yeah, totally got lucky. But there was a process that led up to that. And it's all good. And that's, you know, the Toronto game, I thought he was awesome. I thought he was awesome in that game. Yep. And then he followed it up with a two-goal night where you're just like, all right, this is the good that you wanted from him. Not, not going to blow it up. Not going to say, oh, maybe there's potential for more. And maybe there's 
blah, 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 blah. As we've seen with Logan O'Connor, those ex expectations get out of hand in a huge hurry. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. But you would say, like, right now, Knack is playing above expectations, right? Like, well, you, this, this is the guy that was literally on waivers. Was on yeah. waivers. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm free. saying. So, like, like absolutely, you're going to get. What were you expecting? Like, what, you know, what was Sackick? What, you know, what was Ben Narth? Yeah, expecting out of this guy like they've. I mean, be if you if they if they were they were gonna get uh, one of their other waiver guys was that worked out with Matt Nieto. Yeah, if they could get a similar impact to that now, not the PK guy, not the PK part of that job, obviously, but they get a similar impact, a guy that they felt comfortable dropping into the lineup every night. That's a huge win. Yep. It's been better than that. It's yeah. been better than that. I mean, there have been bad nights, no doubt. There have been bad nights. But it's been better than you would have expected for yeah. a guy that you picked up off waivers. Yep. All right. I Ab mean, he's a lineup regular for you. And right now, you're not looking at him as the most vulnerable guy in near forward yeah. core. It's, it's Darren Helm and it's, Curtis McDermott. Exactly. <laughs> you have two guys there where you're barely playing them now. And you're just like... Can you really continue really to do need this? To, yeah. I mean, you look at a deadline. You look at internal... You start to think that it, if this won't continue much longer. They aren't going to continue to play a, a functional eleven forwards. And now, in tonight's case, I think I think tonight was probably a little slanted because they were behind and they were trying to grind out a that, comeback. And they're so, not going to play those guys much anyway right. in that situation. But uh, but I, I do think that. Uh, Thank you, Colton. I I do think that you've got. You know, you've you've got two guys there where you start to seriously look and say, we can upgrade on these spots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Abs get the two points tonight. Pressure off for the Nashville game now. Um, I don't know. That, sure. I don't think there was any ever really any true pressure just because of the situation. Like, sure. These are and we call them scheduled losses. The Avs still it, like statistically, it's still like a 40 percent chance or right. something. <laughs> uh, and then the Avs being who they are, you're like, OK. Uh, but going against a really good goaltender in UC Soros, this is another chance for Darcy Kemper. Hey, you're going, you're in a big time goaltender matchup here. Can you come out? Can you, can they get a little bit better than they got against Toronto? Not, you know, not that I'm, not that I held that game <laughs> against him or was upset about it. Just can you get better than three goals in the first period? Can you get a game out of him? Can you get, can you get a lockdown performance that keeps you in it? That you get into a goalie battle. That's what I want to say. I want to see Darcy Camper's my my story for tomorrow. I'm here for it. Um, yeah, you know we will be live pregame and postgame tomorrow. Any other final thoughts on this one? Nah, nah. Glad they got two points, man. Yeah. And you just get two points, you just keep climbing up the standings. You yep. beat bad teams, and you just pile up. You know, pile up the bodies. Mm -hmm. Well, they, the two points tonight again. That scheduled loss. Now yeah. it's like a lot easier, right? It's like yeah. you lose, fine, whatever. You, you get, get an a overtime. Point. Wow, whatever. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You get two points, you're ecstatic. Yeah, I mean, you win. You win tomorrow, and you're feeling on top of the world because yeah. then you have two Arizona games where you're like, "We're about to have an eight point week <laughs> and a few days off before you go yeah. into that." So yeah, maybe it's rest. Like four, it's like four days off. Get yeah. Arizona. Wow. All right. He just he just dunked. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll be talking to the PHNX boys pretty soon about it. Uh, anyway. We're going to get out of here. Leah, oh, yeah, yeah, Leah too. Yeah. Totally. Leah's always welcome to hop uh, on. Yeah, we should. I I want, like, genuinely. I just want a, a banger watch along where all six of us just party the whole the whole game. <laughs> just shout at each and, other. And, and, and it ends up being, like, us partying and then being sad, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> in any case, 
We're going to get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, however you consume the pod. We appreciate all of y'all so very much hanging out with us. We hope to see you tomorrow. Uh, Until then, we'll talk to you later.